Welcome to Spark Creators, a podcast that empowers kids to learn, create, and become. This podcast invites creators and entrepreneurs from all over to share their stories and ideas. We believe every kid is creative. It's just a matter of taking that first step and starting now. We hope this podcast can inspire you to create something that makes a difference in the world. If you want to stay inspired, remember to subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Or visit us at peachandplumlab.com slash podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spark. I'm your host, Lee Zen. It is a great pleasure to invite Emma Shelton and her mom, Sarah Shelton, the founders of Earrings by Emma, a jewelry brand by、uh, for girls and women based on Oklahoma. It was back in 2017 when Emma first started to make plastic earrings for herself. From there, she has made a large collection of stylish earrings she can wear. But it was also until then that she found out that many friends and family also have very sensitive ears, so she started making and selling earrings to them. And then she got the chance to sell at a salon, at vendor events, or different stores. And now she goes to all kinds of events to sell her earrings. So she finally launched her website, and she is selling to the mass market, like to anyone around the globe that who wanted to buy her earrings. And to anyone who wanted non-irritating earrings, that's also very affordable. So, hello, Emma and Sarah. Hi. 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 Thank you guys for being here and make your time. So, so first of all, can you say hi to everyone and make an introduction to yourself? Okay. So, I am Emma Shelton, and I am the owner,、uh, co-owner, I guess, of、um, the founder. Founder of Earrings by Emma, and、um, what else do I say? <laughs> what grade are you in right now? What age? I'm in sixth, so I'm just starting.、Um, I started in summer middle school. Got it, Sarah. And I'm Sarah Shelton, Emma's mom. Awesome. All right, so Emma, you just said a little bit about yourself. What about your family? And what does your dad and mom do? And do you have siblings? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um. Of course, I've got my mom, and she is. Do you want me to say your age, or would you go for it? Okay. okay. She's thirty-seven now. <laughs> yep. Yep, thirty-seven. And then my dad is also thirty-seven.、Right? Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight now. Um. I have two brothers, Henry and Dawson. Henry is just now nine, and Dawson is six, and um, that's all of our immediate family. We got. Lots and lots of other family, but <laughs> got it. All right. So, what does、um, your parents do? Like, do they have any like business going on so that they impacted you to make a business out of it too? Oh yeah. Sorry, I forgot to say that. Um, mom and dad actually are both working full time for the business, which is really great because it means they get to stay at home while they work. So that we're we're. Not having quality time, but we're having quantity time together. <laughs> we get some、yes. quality time too, but lots of time together. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's awesome. We also homeschool, so we're home all the time.、Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, so definitely, as a family, you have a lot of time together. Yeah, spending working, you know, like working time, and also. 
um, having fun and their family time, everything. That's awesome. So since both of you here and also um, whenever I have like a mother-daughter team that I'm interviewing, I have a tradition of asking them, could you use like two to three words to describe each other and and tell me why you choose those words? Basically, just to understand a little bit about your personality, you know, like who you are. Um, I would definitely describe her as hardworking and uh, <laughs> can't think of anything else. <laughs> Too many words. Too many words. Well, Emma is definitely passionate. Whatever she does, she's full Aww. full force into it. Um, and she's fun. She definitely, she has a great sense of humor. She's very punful like the rest of us. And so she keeps us laughing. And she's very thoughtful, always thinking about how to bless someone else. She always leaves us sweet little notes. I'll see if and... I can come up with one during the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, awesome. Yeah, just pop in anytime. That's great. Yeah, so I'm sure you are hardworking too, Emma, right? Yeah, because of the influence from your parents. Yeah, awesome. So Emma, it's very impressive to see how many earrings have you made. But everything must start from the very beginning. And in the introduction, we knew that you uh, started probably back in 2017. But um, when was the first time that you made your very first earring? Can you tell us the beginning of the story? Um, you, you want me to that? do it? Yeah. So yeah. to give you uh, a little bit of backstory on why in the first place, she her ears were pierced probably when she was six, and she all the grandparents gave her lots of fun earrings, and she just couldn't wear any of them. They all irritated nope, her. Nope, I was like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted these. You just couldn't wear them. But uh, the ones she was pierced with were real gold, and those were fine for her. Uh, but she did lose one at one point in the pool, and I told her I wasn't spending $50 on earrings for her. And <laughs> so we could go try to find something a little more affordable, but finding something that was also not going to irritate her ears was a challenge. And so we started to hunt for hypoallergenic plastic because mm -hmm. I was able to find those when I was a kid, um, but we couldn't find them. So we started making our own just for her. And so... In the beginning, we just did studs, and you have to use some glue that has chemicals. So I didn't have her glue them herself. She would help. But I can make the dangles. Yeah. I can make the dangles. So we started just making them for her um, in the beginning. So she would pick out what goes on the front, um, and then I would yeah. glue them for her. Now you pretty much do it when we're asleep. <laughs> Got it. That's awesome. You know, like, it made me think about when I was actually third grade, I had my ear pierced, you know, for earrings as well. And I had very irritating ears as well. Uh, but when I was back uh, in the countryside where my grandma, they always started using something like the tip of the feather, you know, the very tiny one. But I think it equals to some kind of high quality plastic, you know, which is not irritating. Yeah. So it's like a very natural type of product. But of course, they will not give me gold to wear, you know, so it's a cheap like alternative, but made it much better rather than. Yeah. So it was very, very interesting. I've never heard of that. That's great. Yeah, so that, that's great. Um, so our topic is related to jewelry, earrings, yeah, specific. So do you both love jewelry? Uh, is that why your grandmoms give you a lot of earrings to begin with, um, Emma? Yeah, and what kind of other jewelry do you like? Um, well, 
I think bracelets are always fun, and then I love, I wouldn't count this as jewelry, jewelry, but I love, like, hairstyles and all the cute things. Um, but honestly, I, I just really like earrings a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, Sarah, you said you started wearing your earring at a young age, too, right? That's why you knew those yes, fantastic and earrings. When I was a kid, you could only buy, I remember if you went to the mall, you could buy, like, a sheet of earrings where there might be eight or ten, but they were all one color because they were all made of plastic front and back. So a yellow moon or a purple star or something. And so it's been fun to have to branch out for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, a variety of them. That's awesome. All right. Now let's talk a little bit about like the earring, like the design part about your earrings. Yeah. So when you first make your earrings, Emma, do you have to learn like how to make them? And did you learn it from mom? And do you need a lot of tools or a lot of complicated kind of materials and stuff to make them? And yeah, tell us a little bit about the process and things that you have to go through. Okay, she's she's passing off. <laughs> okay, let mom take this one. Um, so for making them, like I said, with the glue, I didn't want her messing with the glue. You definitely couldn't. Uh, you're breathing yucky chemicals. And so we have to do it outside wearing a mask. Um, so I didn't want her doing those, but she did learn to make dangles. All of the ones that, um, hang down have jump rings. And so she's learned to use, there's different types of pliers and she's learned to open and close the jump rings and attach them. So she doesn't have to do that. It's a lot of work. We make so many that, uh, I don't put that on her, but when we're in a pinch, she definitely can do a fantastic job. So if we're at a show and someone needs something really quick that we don't already have made and we can whip it up, she can do that. Yep. Um, she does just as well as anybody else. Mm -hmm. But you really don't need a whole lot of materials, just a few yeah. jump rings. you don't need a lot of brains either. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, because all the different parts are actually like already made where you just have to put them together, right? Correct. We buy all of our raw materials are already made. We just assemble them. Mm. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very interesting because I remember when I was young, also making earrings like from scratch, the things that really I really want, even though it's not like probably well as well made like what you guys have done. But then um, I use some kind of yeah wires yeah, to uh, connect the beads and then uh, use the double tape, you know, like so I can stick it on my ears. Yeah. But I know... Yeah, from you guys probably is like to, to begin with, you've already done like a professional job of using the glue, you know, like the plastic, um, yeah, like pin part where you can, yeah, like glue to the dongle. Yeah, the parts. That's great. And if you are doing it like that with a wire, it does take a lot more skill for sure. Uh, but for us, since we only use the plastic, you can't mold that. Um, so we have to buy them already done, which yeah. is easier, actually. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then the part that um, hands as well, like you guys use a really light materials too, right? That's a lot of the comments I saw from the customers. They were saying, oh, like they look pretty and looks heavy, but it's actually really light when, I, you know, when they wear them. Right. Yeah, they're light as a feather. <laughs> That's right. So <laughs> we have lots of different types. Some The most common type we have um, is made, what I would say is a filigree which is just a really intricately cut out, very thin piece of metal. But the metal doesn't actually touch your ear in it anywhere. Um, it's just attached to the plastic hook. And so that weighs almost nothing. And so you can have a really large earring and still have no weight. Mm -hmm. 
Awesome. Yeah. So you say you mainly assemble them. So what kind of tools do you need to assemble them? Um, we use for the dang. We have different designs for the studs and the nails. With the studs, we take a capuchon, um, that we've gotten online, and uh, we glue it with um. What do we use? E six thousand or mm-hmm. something? Yeah, we glue it to a plastic post, and then we let it dry overnight, and then it's good. We just put our backs on them and then put them up for sale, mm-hmm. right? And then for the dangles, what do you need? And for the dangles, we use what would you call the bottom piece? I don't know the part that hangs down. Sometimes yeah. it's leather, sometimes it's a Bellagree, metal, or sometimes it's metal. a celluloid. They're different types of materials. And then we have. It's got um, a hole at the top, though, so we can put our jump rings through it, and then we put a plastic hook. And so there's no glue involved with that, so that's why I can make them. Yeah. Yeah. Are they, like, do you think, are they easy to make, Emma, from your perspective? Or you can handle some materials, or maybe for some other ones that are a little harder, like metals, that you probably need help from mom or dad to make them, actually? Yeah. Do you think all of yeah. them are actually pretty easy to make? Sometimes it'll be really small though, but I don't. I still don't really need help or anything. <laughs> so yep. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. So the special part about your earring is the plastic pin that will not irritate the ears, right? And you said you were trying to find it earlier. Mm, when you find out that some other, you know, like materials actually will irritate, and but how did you guys find the plastic pin to replace the metal pin? And yeah, where did you go? And did you do any research? And tell us a, lo- a little bit about that. Um, we honestly just kind of looked online, and uh, we found some that we thought would work, and so we tested them, and they were good, and um. And I think we're trying to find some new ones now, right? Not the posts. Uh, um, no. Yeah, we actually, when we went on a hunt for plastic post earrings, we did find one person that sold them online. And so we bought some of hers and then we just kept buying them and realized this is silly. I can see the parts. We could just make our own. Um, yeah. And we never went in with the beginning thinking we would sell them. We were just solving our own problem. Mm-hmm. problem. Um, and so then we just can buy them online and we... Um, same for the hooks. Our hook is a really neat hook. It's plastic, so it's flexible, um, which means it goes in and stays in. It's hooked toward the back of your ear, actually, so you don't need any kind of stopper for it. But if someone pulls on it, like if you have a toddler or it gets caught on your jacket, it's going to flex out. So it's going to like thread through your ear rather than rip your ear, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's great. And especially if you happen to wear them going to sleep and they will not, you know, like pinch your back of the head too, right? Yeah, which can be very, yeah. That's right. They're flexible. And actually, you the studs, you can even trim them. If you do think it's too long, um, you can just snip it right off. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which is yeah. really nice for little ears and stuff. Yep. So you have a lot of pieces and out of all the pieces you put them together, you have designed which ones are the most popular one and which one is your favorite? Um, the most popular, my guess, would probably be um, maybe our leather ones. 
No. The most popular studs are the... It just depends what time it is. <laughs> oh. Because we've got sales on things, and people are always buying what's on sale. So our, our records show that the most popular studs are, are faux druzies. They look like a crushed stone. And our acrylic shapes. We have hundreds of different types of shapes. And so we try yes. to even take requests. And so if you want a basketball for basketball, or if you want... Um, a penguin or a state of Oklahoma or whatever we can, we have a supplier who can make pretty much anything. Um, wow. And so those are our most popular studs and the most popular dangles are our filigree metal ones. Um, just because you can have size and just no weight that. And then probably also our, um, we call them wish upon a star. Yes. So um, do I just go get one real quick? Well, she can't see it or um, she can't, but the listeners yeah. can't see it. Okay. Um, <laughs> It's basically a glass ball with a bunch of star confetti inside. That's so true. it's like, mm. mom says it's like a snow globe, but it's not because there's no water or anything in it. <laughs> it. It's really cute though. But is it really made of glass? Yes, it's actually got glass on the outside. So if you drop it, it's done for. <laughs> we don't have anything else like that though. Those are original. Yep. And then my favorite... Um, I actually don't have a favorite, but I do really like the Wish Upon a Stars. Wish Upon a Stars. Okay. I'll go check it out on your website. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Great. You know, the I think the, the easy thing is maybe for your business is like making the making part might not be that hard, you know, because if you have time, if you have all the materials and the tools ready, like you can make them pretty quickly. Like you said, like a day or two, probably you can produce a bunch already, right? But then the hard thing is about the business part where how can you sell them? So now let's talk a little bit about the business. Um, I think there are definitely a lot of uh, varieties in terms of when it comes to earrings in the market. And there are also like the clipping type of earrings where you don't have to actually pinch a hole in, in on your ear right in order to wear those and for those who don't have holes on their ears they can definitely wear those and for girls when they're young like I think parents probably suggest them do that as well when you started have you concerned or worried about oh my gosh would people wanted this and how many girls out there would be you know like um, interested in buying earrings from us. Have you thought about that? Not really, just because we just have so many different designs and things, and we've actually got a lot of good reviews on our website. Um, so whenever I look at that, it makes me think, oh, wow, there, there's, earring, there's an earring for everyone here. So that doesn't really concern me or anything. And because they're small and affordable, people can buy lots of them. In the beginning, my husband didn't understand why we offered so much of a variety. <laughs> he said, why don't you just yeah. offer like 10? And then people can easily, you can easily streamline everything. And I thought, girls don't want 10 earrings to choose from? No way. No. -uh. <laughs> oh my gosh. So people yeah, keep is, coming back. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely the different thinking between male and female, right? Like when it, when it comes to choosing pants, maybe they only need that five options. But for girls choosing skirt, you probably want hundreds right, of exactly. options you can try on. Yeah, we were yeah. shirt shopping the other day. Yeah, and I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no. 
<laughs> but if you have so yeah. many to choose from, it's Found easy. One shirt I like. One. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely a a sense of achievement when you find something you really love and you really really want it. Own it, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and it is true, Emma, that it's amazing how many earrings you have. You guys have made, like from the website alone, I can see there are five hundred seventy seven different types. Not to mention, like maybe you have maybe ten to twenty. You know, like for I don't know, like how many for each. You know, like in stock, yeah, and. And so I'm just wondering because you are increasing increasing your stock, you know, like increasing your、um, storage, basically all the types. But at the same time, you're probably increasing the number for the amount you can store at home or at at a place to so you can sell. Like, do you always try to make this earrings yourself, or do you try to assemble it? You know, like. Um, like outsource it to someone else, and at this stage of your business, yeah. So right where we're at, we are、um, currently hiring nine, six, six homeschool moms to、um, make the earrings, and then we've also got one、um, homeschooled、um, teenage girl. Awesome. And they're all pumping them out for us, and then we've also got、um, Misty, who is a lady who.、Um, Comes over and works for us a lot of the days and helps us with stock and inventory. Yeah, that's great. So now you have already almost like ten people to help you guys. But to begin with, you probably started only with you and mom, right? Like I, I'm always interested in seeing like the transformation stage where. At a point where you think, "Oh my gosh, there are too many orders, or there are too many that we need to make," and now you have to hire, like, say, the first person to、uh, help you. When was that?、Mm, probably right after the state fair, right? Yeah, last year during the state fair. That's right. We had no idea what we were getting ourselves into in the beginning, and so really, I was making all of them, but I was sacrificing sleep. <laughs> In the evenings to do it, and my husband, he's very entrepreneurial, and he has the bigger picture in mind better than we do, and so he's the one that encourages us to outsource, get some help. But I wanted to make sure this is Emma's face is all over our business, you know, on every card, everything we do is a representation of our family, and so、yep. I didn't want to outsource it to just anybody. And、yeah. so, like I said, we homeschool, and so several of the other moms offered to help, and so that's been a huge blessing for all of us. We can offer way more earrings. In a faster pace when when we're getting help, and then our customers have way more to choose from that way, and then our homeschool mom friends are able to have、um, some extra income too on by doing something they can do at home while they watch Netflix or、yes. in the evenings after their kids go to bed. So. That's been really fun. Yeah, they are part of it, and probably their daughters, you know, kids will be in like enjoying. That's right.、Um, making these as well, right? Yeah, as part of the、mm-hmm. crafts that they can learn, definitely. All right, that's the first part of the interview from Earrings by Emma. Through this episodes, you can tell how Emma and her mom Sarah started the business from a single problem Emma has. That's why they invented the plastic earrings that would not. Irritate ears. They found such an alternative solution that works perfectly for them, and also people love them. They told us how they design the earrings and put them together in a very quick way, and also they have to ask help from other moms and girls to help them making earrings when they get busy. 
For the second part of the interview that we are going to release next week, you'll hear more of the business aspect from Emma and Sarah, how they define the price, how they sell and market their earrings, and how they dream to travel around the country to attend shows and events. You will also be amazed by how successful their business has been from a single earring idea. All right, I hope you have enjoyed this episode, and thanks so much for tuning into Spark Creators. Again, I am your host Lee. Have a wonderful week. I will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the Spark Creators podcast at PeachandPlumLab dot com.